We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. WinBet is now live in all these states, and the excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game betting odds on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. Aaron Rodgers looking for Devontae Adams. He's got it! DJ Moore has a pass to the end zone. Jonathan Taylor, touchdown. Hello and welcome back to Rotoviz Overtime on Rotoviz Radio, brought to you by Blue Wire. My name's Colin Kelly, you can follow me on Twitter at Overtime Ireland, and I'm joined by Sean Siegel, my co-host here on the podcast. Sean, I did mention it at the end of the show, but I'm going to mention it at the start of the show today. Um, you know, it is the holiday season, this show is coming out on Christmas Day, the 25th of December, bringing you shows all throughout the year, no matter when that time is, but a nice gift from our listeners to us, maybe a written and review on their favorite podcast website or application and i know people do reach out and say you know they want to leave a review but it's not available on on certain apps that they use i know a lot of people do use spotify just from looking at some of the analytics on uh you know the podcast downloads and things like that so spotify over the last week has actually rolled out the ability to drop a five-star review on any podcast pretty much on the the platform you're able to leave them in um, so if you could head on over and, and drop that for us, it would be be much appreciated. Now, so far, it is only available on the Spotify mobile app. I'm sure eventually it'll go on to the website and browser too. But if you do have the mobile app, drop us a written review. That would be much, much appreciated on the Road of His Overtime podcast feed. And we have mentioned this this week as well, but our gift to the listener, Sean, is that bonus uh, 5% extra off the subscription price and also a five dollar discount so the normal subscription minus five dollars and then minus 15 percent. so we normally have 10 percent discount now you get a 15 percent discount and an additional five dollars off if you have any questions around that you can send emails over to rotovizmain at gmail.com that is rotovizmain at gmail.com we'll get you set up there but a perfect time to set up Get yourself that holiday season gift and get yourself a 12-month Rotoviz NFL pass. That's kind of all my shameless 
plugging and requesting reviews out of the way sean we are into week 16 it is the holiday season wishing all our listeners a happy holiday season and hopefully that leads to happy championship success in their fantasy football leagues as well yeah i mean you did a great job with the shameless plugs there <laughs> appreciate that we're, we're in the holiday spirit you know some of the listeners now uh listening to this on christmas right as you drive to your in-laws as you drive to join the big festive christmas day celebration and you're going to get there and you're going to see way more presents under the tree than you were expecting everybody agreed no presents this year you know outside of etc etc then you get there and they've broken that rule and you're thinking you know now what do i do like oh we can go to rotavis and we can get them a rotavis subscription <laughs> or you drive there and you get there and you're like we forgot one package of presents what are we going to do well a rotavis subscription probably um obviously joking but that kind of thing does happen if you are in desperate straits actually sean uh, all joking aside i ordered um some gifts online just some little small gifts like you're kind of talking about those stocking fillers and i actually got an email after we finished recording on tuesday to say uh sorry the item or the the parcel was returned back to the, the sender and they had just refunded me the the money so i got my money back but it's kind of tricky when you're waiting uh waiting for you know those christmas gifts to, to have those kind of stock and stuff or so yeah i guess all my family are getting uh <laughs> rotom nfl passes for christmas <laughs> there you go that's perfect that's perfect that was the that was the perfect way to pull that together for me there colin so yes we i mean Christmas Day, we've got multiple games. I'm not sure who they are right now, but we've got the Packers. The Packers. There you go. Got there the NFL go. MVP for last year and this coming year playing. I just love to let that slide in there to get shot. I'm not even going to say it because Colin, we we need Aaron Rodgers, the Aaron Rodgers, Devonte Adams stack to come through. I'm not going to be. I'm going to be nervous. I'm going to be edge of my seat concerned about these guys playing in this game until it kicks off. The hardest part about last week was not the winning and losing. It was the not knowing if your guys were going to be able to go out there and play. We know there's going to be more of that this week. I seen I seen a lot of teams where, you know, people in super flex or people in single quarterback leagues, you know, sat Jalen Hurts because obviously you're waiting two more days. There's a potential of a, a test coming in so they started somebody else and then obviously have got into a situation where hurts is the massive game and those points would have won them a game where in fact they lost and and that's tricky and that's not fun that's not part of why we want to play the game but that is kind of a decision you kind of have to make and that's i guess we're playing we're talking about baseball for our particular scenario but it's not a lot of fun when we're waiting to see if those guys are going to to line up yeah, my only recommendation would be don't play Carson Wentz. Just take the zero if you're a second quarterback. Come, <laughs> we're going to look at some zero RB. We're going to get into the positive news. And the positive news, well, it's negative news, but it's also positive news, which is that week 16 is Ronald Jones week. You and I, we're in the main event. We're like 170th. Uh, we're quite a few points back of the big numbers. We have a team built around Chris Godwin, Tyreek Hill, Debo Samuel, and Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson is dealing with Kirk Cousins, which in some ways is worse than dealing with the COVID list or just being out. But we're now in the situation where we're going to have to try and win without our stars. 
I think Justin Jefferson and Debo Samuel probably both go off for 50 this week. Unfortunately, without the other two, we probably have some teams that are ahead of us in the rankings who have us covered on Jefferson and Samuel, which means that this is our chance to play Ronald Jones, perhaps even play him in the flex. Colin, you were saying before the show, uh, you expect him to go off for 30 and 30, which I take to be a very serious prediction. We saw in this past game... I I said that, Sean, very much not as a serious prediction, but when we think about what Leonard Fournette has done in this offense, it's like, if it's ever going to happen, it's going to happen in the next two weeks when, when he's not available. Yeah, you think about about fantasy football and the structure, and I think that we're all big fans of PPR leagues. They've been big for making high stakes come about. Not that there wouldn't be high stakes if we just had standard. People would adjust it and play it that way. Uh, But it's a big part of how you structure your team. It's a big part of how you play zero RB and which guys you want to target in those ranges. You know, There's also this interesting thing where we don't even pretend, and it's important not to pretend, when you are biased, you want to make sure people know that so that they're not getting uh, information from you that they think is unbiased. But, you know, we're not huge Leonard Fournette fans. We're big Ronald Jones fans. Ronald Jones has a chance for those Jonathan Taylor types of runs. Leonard Fournette has a chance to run through a hole the size of the Grand Canyon and get tackled for a three-yard gain. However... Those 30-point games you're talking about are not going to happen for Ronald Jones because he does not catch passes. Leonard Fournette has been such a machine because, you know, Tom Brady looks down the field, sees Chris Godwin covered, sees Mike Evans covered, knows he can't make any legitimate NFL throws, and he tosses it down to Leonard Fournette. And so seven, eight, nine, ten catches in, and you're like, Leonard Fournette's going to score 40 points again. That's not going to happen for Ronald Jones. Uh, we can hold we can hold out hope but in terms of uh, i mentioned we have the packers we do have the packers browns and we also have the cardinals and colts and it's going to be interesting because i did look a couple of weeks ago we did talk maybe two weeks ago about you know the the number one overall seed in both divisions or in both conferences sorry and you know how that would play out and i said i was more concerned about the the buccaneers than the cardinals and like the cardinals could get themselves into a, a red hole here at this point now tied up equal with the rams and they've split for the the division in terms of their home and away games against each other and now they face the colts and they've lost two and the colts look to be a pretty legitimate team here in their own right and the uh in the afc so i think it's gonna be that's gonna be a pretty pretty much a cracking uh game to watch on christmas day as well so two two quite uh interesting games and um i, I think that the cardinals could find themselves in the a little spot of bother but sean when we're talking about we're going to talk about zero rb but when we talk about those games i, I think it's going to be interesting for our team because I, I have had listeners you know sending uh, messages on twitter to see how the the team got on did we get through and of course we got through but looking at our lineup we do have in that Devonte adams and Aaron rogers we also have jarvis landry who may be available um still not confirmed at the time of recording then we have uh, our guy Jonathan Taylor as well on the Colts so it could be very interesting to see how that plays out for us over those two games uh, it'll either set us up for a, a real good fun weekend to see if we can edge our way through to the final which of course is for a top prize of $100,000 so next week's shows could be very fun <laughs> if uh, if we do manage to get through the team co-managed with Blair Andrews but some good games coming up this weekend but Sean we are going to dive into zero rb and we're going to do that right after this break 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Sean is covering the AFC this week and the Zero RB watch. Blair Andrews taking the NFC. So far, you know, we can't really do much about it now, Sean. The, the team was drafted back in August, but our week 16 uh, Zero RB watch by the two co-managers along with myself and, and that lineup. But what stood out for you this week in the, the Zero RB watch? Um, some t- a team we did talk quite a bit about over the offseason the early season and things have changed quite a few times and that is the the buffalo bills it changed again with zach moss being inactive again and devil devin singletary getting a lot of the work there in the backfield and, and looking pretty good and getting in the end zone the other and singletary actually another member of that uh basketball team uh, duke johnson who's probably not on any basketball teams having a, a big game where he gets picked up kind of pretty much off the street by the the dolphins and goes in there and then has a really good performance i'm guessing those guys are probably going to feature here for us but where do you want to start in the the afc zero rb watch yeah we got to start with singletary right i mean he's he's the guy on our team he's been a part of getting us through these first couple of weeks he's emerging as the bills clear-cut starter and not a star but someone who can be a valuable role player on their team now a lot of negative attention on these bills guys and Singletary in particular, a lot of times, so you might be surprised to discover that, I mean, he's averaging two and a half yards after contact. That's better numbers than Alvin Kamara at 2.4, Nasha Harris 2.3, Dalvin Cook 2.3, Antonio Gibson, Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs. Now, that doesn't make him a better player than those guys. We were looking at all these numbers in a variety of contexts, but he does create after contact yardage, which I think can sometimes be missed because he's a smaller guy and his broken tackles don't look the same as when, uh, for example, a David Montgomery, who does not rate very well in some of the evasion rate metrics, doesn't look the same as when Montgomery breaks the tackle, just as an example. The other thing, I think that Singletary gets criticism because a lot of the fronts that the Bills run against are not (laughs) run-stopping fronts because they want the Bills to run on them in the same way that teams want the Chiefs to run on them. And so when a team runs somewhat unsuccessfully against these light fronts, you're saying, okay, well, you can't even run against a prevent defense. But from the back's perspective, what matters is not necessarily what the front is, but like how many guys you're having to deal with in the backfield, right? And so when you're creating this after content yardage, that's important. The other thing is just making guys miss entirely which again is a running back skill and is something that a Buffalo Bills running back has to do because there's constant penetration. I mean, 
Singletary will take the handoff. He has to beat a guy immediately when he takes the handoff. And then if he's going to gain some big yardage, he's got to beat some more guys. And so it's kind of cool to note that the only running back currently in the NFL with a better uh, sort of forced missed tackle percentage is Khalil Herbert, the backup for the Chicago Bears, who had a very nice run there in Montgomery's absence earlier in the season. So Singletary, number one, has some of these cool peripherals. You can get that information going in and playing around with the Advanced Stat Explorer. The other thing now is that he's actually getting the volume to where it matters. You mentioned Zach Moss being inactive. It looked for a couple of weeks there like they might try and really get Matt Breida involved. Uh, you know, they've kind of gone the same way that all the Breida teams do where, I mean, he can make these flash plays, but it's it's sort of hard to deploy him in a way that's effective for your team overall. And so in this game, Singletary had an 81% team attempt share that led the AFC. He had 22 rushing attempts, which were a career high. It was the first time he's hit 20 since his rookie season where he was at 20 and 21 a variety of times. He was only targeted twice, right? But we're seeing receiving upside as well. He had eight targets the previous week. And so now we've got this dynamic where this hybrid profile gives them the potential for a few more high value touches. The thing that I would just kind of... Uh, mention here or recommend is just we still have to maintain our skepticism if you do have clear-cut plays at running back you're not going to put Singletary in over them I mean he had a good week but not a great week even though he had a lot of touches and he had a 16-yard touchdown run you know when you run for a 16-yard touchdown and you're still just okay as a fantasy back that doesn't necessarily give you the sense that oh this guy is going to go ahead and be a playoff league winner for you but this is a very positive direction and Unfortunately, I do feel like in a lot of leagues, we had to wait too long for this to really pay off for fantasy managers in 2021. But one of the reasons why we wanted to have sort of, you know, a third of the teams with exposure to Singletary, a third of the teams with exposure to Moss, and, you know, a third of the teams that don't have Bills running backs is because there was there were a lot of scenarios in which it would, would play out for one guy or the other at a point where it would make a difference for you. And we're now at that point where it appears to be And you know, some of these backfields where the coaching staff just doesn't really have confidence in the backs, things can switch the opposite way. I mean, all you have to do is look at the Baltimore Ravens where, you know, we, we really felt like Devonte Freeman was emerging. All the trends were very positive for him in terms of usage and he'd been good. Whereas, Obviously, Latavius Murray had been out and had been bad. And then that flips last week. And you're like, okay, well, now I'm back to getting no points from Devontae Freeman. I don't think that Singletary has established himself to the point where it's impossible to get a reversal here. And so in addition to just the overall skepticism you have to have about a Bills running back scoring points, you also have to be concerned that right when you think it's finally happened, that the Bills will go back in a different direction. But at least for a couple of weeks here, Devin Singletary has looked quite good. We did mention on Tuesday's show, Sean, the kind of wide receiver options, and we've talked about it for a couple of weeks, how things have not really been working out for the Denver Broncos on offense. Uh, we did have the kind of double explosion game, I guess we'll say, two weeks ago, um, or is that not three weeks ago, where both players had the big games, and then Javante Williams had his big week as well. Um, both of those guys kind of didn't perform, obviously, this week. Is there anything that we can glean from the Denver Broncos backfield heading into the finale of the season? The key was just that Javante Williams was, again, very, very good, right? He has yet another game where he averaged more than three yards after contact per attempt. 
that helped him maintain his league leading number of 3.5 for the season. And uh, this is again a situation where it's very important because he deals with penetration in the backfield and multiple guys. I mean, he's hit at the line of scrimmage at a very high level. And so if you're a running back in the Denver Broncos offense, to have value, you have to be fantastic. And it's one of the reasons why Melvin Gordon, even though he had a bad week 15, has just really had a very extraordinary season as well because you've got a situation here where the Broncos simply cannot move the ball. They're not going to create a ton of high-value touches for the running backs. The running backs have to do it all by themselves, and they have to do it in a committee. But fortunately for them, within this committee, both guys have been good enough that, or I should say have been so good, that they have been able to move the ball for each other. And the limited number of high-value touches that do exist almost always exist because these two guys have moved the ball down the field. And so you have Gordon here. He had 23 points in Week 14 that you mentioned. Uh, struggled this past week with only seven. His expected points were down below eight, which is not where he needs to be in order to uh, be a weekly fantasy start. Javante Williams, a little bit higher, more of a wash there in terms of expected points and fantasy points over expectation. But one of the key things here, in addition to how he continues to run, and we mentioned earlier in the week some of his uh, just highlight plays. I mean, nobody has highlight 10-yard runs like Javante Williams. I mean, you've got to be someone creating highlights in order to even get a 10-yard run in this Broncos offense. But he's now also emerging a little bit as a receiver, right? So he had 5.3 receiving expected points in this game. Now, he underperformed that just slightly. But since week seven, he's now averaging 7.0 receiving expected points per game. Those are strong numbers for a rookie who's also being asked to be the early down runner. They're strong numbers when you're in a committee. And Colin, one of the reasons why Javante Williams shows up as a potential 2022 first round pick and someone who by the time it's all said and done could go as high as the 102. And I think he'll probably settle in around the 106, 107. But I mean, there's a potential for him to settle in like at the 103 to be the guy right after Jonathan Taylor and Christian McCaffrey. And the reason, I mean, you think back to some of the rationale for drafting Jonathan Taylor this year was that the group of players that he caught to was so elite from a talent level that it made sense for their coaching staffs to get them the ball as a receiver more than they had as a rookie because you just need the ball in the hands of a guy who's that good. Now, we've seen some flashes where Taylor has done that and that's played out for him, but the main thing with Taylor has just been so good that they can just hand him the ball. Javante Williams could be in a better position from an overall workload perspective if it's just him next year because he's already demonstrating that he has this receiving ability as well. And then if you can get the ball into his hands, he makes things happen. Right now, we're kind of in this tricky situation where the number one thing on the Broncos offense that we're rooting for is the good health of Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, my understanding of the reports is that he avoided any serious injury. So you just have the concussion, which in itself we know is a serious injury because any kind of brain injury is serious. But hopefully he'll be back at some point this season. As we're recording, it seems extremely unlikely that he would play this week. Although, you know, sometimes these things move quickly when you're into the second half of the week. I do see just scrolling the old Twitter feed as we record. Um, Bridgewater is out this week. Okay. And so we're going to have Locke. And perhaps 
that brings some vertical element to the passing game. We know it's going to bring even more inconsistency than what Bridgewater brings to the table. We hope that Williams will be heavily involved and we'll get these checkdowns as we look at the fantasy semis and look at the fantasy finals. The thing that we're kind of banking on in Denver is just that Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, these two guys are elite talents. The other team, Sean, that I, I did mention there at the start was the, the Dolphins and Duke Johnson as well. I'm not sure if there's a huge amount to cover here. Johnson had a, a really big game. Like anything that we can see, is he, is he going to factor in as we, we move forward here? Well, I don't think so, right? Because I'm playing in the finals of a dynasty league against Ryan McDowell, who had the temerity to pick him up in free agency this week <laughs> when I wasn't paying attention. And so, I mean, he, he can't score and deliver a fantasy title uh, in that situation, can he? No, I, Duke Johnson, this was great to see, right? 22 carries, 170, 107 yards, not 70. That would be even better than he did. Two scores. He has set a new career high in rushing yards. He generated his third career game with 25-plus points. Uh, Colin, this has been an interesting one because it's always kind of crazy when you need a very specific chain of events to get a guy into position to have this kind of game. I don't know for sure. I mean, we are not privy to what's going on behind the scenes in Miami. Some other guys did clear for this game, but my understanding is that there was a COVID situation with the running back room that may have limited some of their guys in terms of practicing for this week. And then they also made the decision to not activate Malcolm Brown, who might've carved into some of the touches. And that really left Duke Johnson with this great opportunity. And it's just really cool to see him take advantage of it, right? Regardless of, of what he does the rest of the way. Now this game against the Jets. Obviously, that's one of the best rushing matchups in the NFL. The last two games, you get New Orleans and Tennessee. That's the sixth toughest schedule across the fantasy semis and finals. And so whoever ends up with the touches, and one of the things here, you know, kind of like we mentioned with these guys who just have not really established themselves and have some other backs that tend to feature into the workload to an extent. I mean, you, you just don't know if that's going to carry over. It's going to be a little bit different situation than these opportunities where like that zero RB guy is a definite hit for this week. I don't know that we're there yet with Duke Johnson and the context isn't going to be as good probably in these last two games, but you've got to love what he did. And we mentioned some of the peripherals for some of these other guys, Miles Gaskin. He's one of our favorites. Uh, I think that there's an argument that maybe the dolphins haven't used him in a way that allows him to show what he can do this season. But in terms of evasion rate, he is one of these guys who's toward the very bottom of the NFL. The only guys with worse evasion rates in 2021 are Devontae Booker. Uh, Devontae Booker has been very good at kind of running to daylight. It's been interesting to see him uh, gain a bunch of yards in some of these games. And you, you watch the play and you're like, that was blocked so perfectly. Uh, perhaps you know, next season, some of those really well-blocked runs will be to Saquon Barkley. But Darrell Williams there for the Chiefs, Ezekiel Elliott for the Cowboys. We know that he has had trouble evading anybody this season. Chuba Hubbard, sadly, has not been uh, getting through. Jamal Williams, Latavius Murray, who unfortunately is back in the mix there with the Ravens. So, so you're in this group of guys who haven't exactly flashed. And as a result, Duke Johnson has gotten this opportunity, and he took advantage. And so that's really, really cool to see. I don't know if he's going to be able to do it this week, but – to have a highlight like that to kind of close out your career or to reinvigorate your career. This is great for Duke Johnson. He's been a, a weird player. It's been a weird question with him throughout his career 
where he's appeared to be pretty decent at points and the team will go away from him for no reason or will never really commit to giving him the kind of workload that we could evaluate how good he is. And so, you know, maybe this will be the game that really turns his career around. I mean, he's not at an age at this point where you expect him to have a big impact going forward, but you never know. Yeah, Duke Johnson and uh, Giovanni Bernard were always, you know, six, seven years, maybe even more years ago at this point where we're always two, two guys I was trying to get on rosters. But those, I, I thought I had gone on some sort of a time machine um, when, when, the, when he was rushing into the end zone this past week. Uh, another backfield, Sean, just will finish on, on this one, but one that I've found interesting, and I've actually picked up Devontae Freeman in a couple of leagues this season in Dynasty, and uh, with injuries and that, he has been somebody I've slotted in a few times, and it's worked out quite well, but for people who have started Freeman over the last kind of month or so, some concerns with uh, Latavius Murray coming back into the, the fray. Obviously, they didn't have Lamar Jackson last week, but um, Murray also out-targeting Freeman in this one, three targets to one target. So um, how are we looking here? Is there anything, do you, do you think, you know, for those people setting their lineups, Devontae Freeman in the lineup for their finals or semifinals this week, Um should they be considering and trying to swap him out for somebody else based on what we've seen in, in week 16? I think week so. 15, yeah, you, you don't know how this is going to play out. It's very possible that Freeman scores some points. If you don't have other options, you still want to have a little bit of exposure to this offense that does create a bunch of overall points. The thing that was kind of frustrating here is that Murray did have some explosive plays as a runner, and you're like, it just... Freeman had been good enough. Why are we in a hot hand situation in Baltimore? It's like, just play your guy. We don't need to run Latavius Murray out there and see, oh, well, he's hot in this game. Let's give him the ball some more. Let's give him some of these, you know, high value touches. That was the other thing that was frustrating. You look at his yards per carry, and you're like, how did he finish below expectation as a runner? It's like, well, he was stuffed down there on the potential touchdowns. He was uh, one of the targets that he got was down there inside the five. That play also didn't pan out. So, I mean, you can play either of these guys if you don't have another option. If you do have another option, you've got to go to it. A frustrating development when it looked like Freeman was going to be a very good play down the stretch. Yeah, it did, it did feel that way, so we'll see how it plays out. Uh, the league I'm actually mentioning, maybe <laughs> maybe a situation where there's no other options, may have to, to roll him out there. And I, I know there's a lot of teams out there, whether it's at running back or after the likes of Chris Godwin's injury this week, there might be people at. Uh, the wide receiver or tight end position that are trying to slot those guys in to try and just see will they get through we we talked about it sean with russell gage um how things worked out for him and obviously brandon cooks had a big week last week so you know sometimes slotting those guys in it, it can be the week where it, it really works in your favor maybe somebody started duke johnson last week that certainly worked better than uh people would have been anticipating but in terms of uh everything else sean we're heading into this weekend we have our baseball team we're hoping for big things here today as uh, christmas day and hopefully we'll get those points on the board from Aaron Rodgers, Devontae adams and uh jonathan taylor to get us set up for some success here so hopefully when we come back next tuesday and we're talking through the results hopefully we're in those final 12 spots um and, and for some big prizes uh, in that tournament along with blair andrews but just one more time to mention it as we get ready to wrap up the show spotify have added the option to written review podcast on their mobile app if you can drop a quick written review take a minute out that will be much much appreciated and of course 
I mentioned at the start of the show, the discount as a loyal podcast listener is 15% off for the next week or so. And we also have $5 off on top of that. So quite a bit of savings there. If you were thinking about signing up, sign up, get yourself a gift this holiday season. Um, and once again, the code for that is RV Radio 2021 at checkout. Go to rotaviz.com forward slash podcast for more information. If you have any additional questions, rotaviz main at gmail.com is the way to, uh, to to get in touch with us for any questions like that we will be back next week to wish you all a happy new year but uh happy holidays again to anyone listening and if you're listening to it after the the, the christmas holidays hopefully you've had a, a good time off and, and hopefully you're in, enjoying your time with uh, family and friends so until we're back sean i guess next tuesday with another podcast hopefully celebrating a, a victory for us in the best ball league my name is colin kelly you can follow me on twitter at over to my co-host is sean siegel check out sean's work up on rotoviz.com and including the zero rb piece we talked through today and that is the zero rb watch and until we're back have a good one thank you for listening to overtime on rotoviz radio please rate and review the rotoviz radio podcast on itunes or your favorite podcast app you can contact us via email at rotovizradio at gmail.com follow us on twitter at rotoviz radio and remember you can always support the pod by subscribing to rotoviz with a discount through the rotoviz radio homepage rotoviz.com forward slash podcast everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in if you are a woman over 35 magnesium will help you rediscover balance energy and vitality magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body including those involved in hormonal balance from functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.